Welcome. I'm so glad you could be with us. Today is April 19th, 2020, and today's lesson is titled Accumulating Wealth. Our scripture reading for the day will be from Matthew chapter 6, 19 through 24. This is the fifth lesson in our series about the physical dimension of a missional life. In this lesson, we will look at Jesus' teaching about accumulating wealth. We will explore the question, if we shouldn't pursue wealth because it won't last, what should we pursue? Jesus warns his followers to not spend their lives pursuing the accumulation of wealth. These things will not last. All too easily, chasing the dream of riches becomes an idol for us. We cannot serve wealth and the attachments of the world and serve God. Between wealth and God, one must be subservient to the other. Jesus implores us to choose God. In this lesson, we will consider the truth of this teaching and explore where our own values lie. Let's begin. Hear the word of the Lord from Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 24. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Let's dive into this passage a little deeper. Jesus continues his reoccurring theme throughout the Sermon on the Mount about the condition of the human heart. Jesus warns against the heart valuing things that will not last. The main point Jesus is trying to make is that the things most highly treasured are those things that occupy the heart of a person. What one values and treasures will ultimately steer one's whole life. Earthly treasures are the opposite of heavenly treasures, which are exempt from decay and theft. Heavenly treasures are comprised of whatever is good and of eternal significance, doing righteous deeds, suffering for the sake of Christ, forgiving one another, giving generously to others in need, and seeking God's kingdom all have eternal significance. In verse 22, Jesus sets up a contrast of vision between those who can see and those who are blind. We walk toward the things we are looking at. Jesus is saying that the eye lets in light, so the whole body is illuminated. However, bad eyes let in no light, and the body is in darkness. If our eyes are fixed on the things of God, our hearts will desire those things, and our whole body will follow our hearts. But if our eyes are fixed on worldly success, our hearts will desire those things, and our bodies will fall into darkness. 
Jesus will not allow his followers to ride the fence. They must decide whom they will serve with undivided hearts. Every person will have to choose between the master of money or God as master. In our hearts, one will rule over the other. We cannot fully serve God with the attachments to the world that the love of money brings. Now, Jesus is not saying that anyone who keeps a dollar in their pocket is evil. Like many instances, Jesus is addressing the hearts of the people. Our lives must not be set on the accumulation of wealth. Instead, our first work ought to be for God's kingdom. When Jesus talks about treasures on earth, he is referring to the things that won't matter in eternity. For example, even if I am somehow able to purchase several extravagant homes and cars and have the finest designer clothes, none of these will matter when I die. Those are examples of earthly treasures that will ultimately rot, be stolen, or be destroyed somehow. However, if I give my life to loving, to caring for others, and serving others, these are all examples of storing up treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven are the things we do that matter for eternity. My hope as we are diving deeper into this text is not that you come away with the impression that having a job, providing for yourself and for your family, and being a responsible member of society is a bad thing. That's not what Jesus is getting at here. What Jesus is getting at is where our heart lies. Just like two weeks ago when we were talking about lust, and Jesus says, You have heard it said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you, anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in her heart. The things of our hearts are very important in our relationship with God. And so if money, if wealth, if status, if the best clothes or the newest toys or the nicest homes, if those are the things that are number one in our hearts, if those are the things that are important to us and we are willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get those things, then that is the problem right there because our heart's desires are for earthly things. Our heart's desires are for wealth or the accumulation of wealth or for things that are not necessary necessary and we're willing to sacrifice other people our relationships with other people take advantage of other people in order to achieve those things we cannot serve both those desires of our hearts for earthly possessions and serve god they do not go hand in hand we either are serving God or we are serving those desires. And that's what Jesus is trying to get at time and time again. Whether it's lust, whether it's um, hatred, or whether it's money. We cannot serve God if the desires of our hearts are bent towards these things that are opposite of God's kingdom. 
So it is the same with money and possessions. So what does that mean for us? How do we how do we live in a world that is very much oriented around wealth and possessions and having nice things? And how do we serve God in the midst of that? Well, it all comes back to our hearts. Is my heart's desire to have the newest car or is my heart's desire to serve God? Is my heart's desire to have the nicest clothes or the latest phone or the latest gaming system or is my heart's desire for God? When we choose to have our heart's desire be for God, it reorients our decision-making and how we use the money that we earn and we have in this life. So, what does that look like? When God is my orientation, when God is the master of my heart, then maybe I don't need a brand new 2020 vehicle. Maybe a used 2015 will be just fine for my needs. And I can use the money I save for God's kingdom. Does that make sense? Maybe I don't need the best, newest name brand clothes. And the money I can save can go to support a child in Africa or in India, or in South America. Maybe I don't need Starbucks every single day. Maybe I use some of that Starbucks money to give to the homeless man on the side of the street. When our hearts are oriented towards God, in the kingdom of God. The wealth, the money that we have become tools for serving God's kingdom instead of tools for serving ourselves and leading to our own destruction. And that's what Jesus is getting at here is where are our hearts, where do our hearts lie? Do they lie with God, with God leading us, God directing us for God's kingdom? Or do our hearts lie with our own selfish desires and the ways of this world and greed and all those things that lead us into darkness? And that's the contrast Jesus is drawing here and is drawing in other places as he is focusing in on the importance of where our hearts lie. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, and it's not an easy question, but we have to ask ourselves this question, where do our own hearts lie? And that's a really hard question to answer. But when you stop and think about it, most people aren't sitting there saying, oh yes, my heart lies with money. I need to have huge stacks of money surrounding me at all times. But when you really stop and think about it, what people are really obsessed with is having the money 
and what it offers. So for example, the coolest clothes, the nicest cars, the nicest houses. They want things that will impress people and give them a good reputation. Other people love to have money so that they can go on extravagant vacations. Still others want to feel the security that money brings so they don't have to worry about their lives as they in their luxury falling apart. And in this passage, Jesus isn't saying that money and earthly treasures are evil, but what he is warning us is to not place any of these things ahead of seeking God and doing God's work in the world. Investing in what will last into eternity is much better than investing in what is temporary. And so when we stop and we ask ourselves that question, where do our hearts lie? It's not, do I have a pile of money stored up in my closet? It's, is the nicest clothes, are the best vacations, are the nicest cars and houses, are the things that my friends have that I want, are those the things that are most important to me? Or is the most important thing to me serving God and his kingdom in everything that I do? And using all my resources to do that. Those, that's the question we have to ask ourselves. My prayer for all of us is that we can answer God. God is what our heart's desire is. God is what our hearts are focused on. That would be my prayer for us. If we're not there yet, my prayer is that we are moving there allowing God to become king and master of our lives. But it is not an easy road. It is the opposite of everything that around us says. Everything around us says you need to take care of yourself. You need to surround yourself with nice things. You need more, 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 more. And God's kingdom is the exact opposite of that. And it is a hard road. And it is a lonely road sometimes. But we're in this together. And we can get through this together. So let me reaffirm three things to you. One, a life spent running after earthly treasures will end in pointlessness. Two, a life spent seeking after God and God's work in the world will be an internal investment. And three, we must choose between serving God or money. We cannot choose both. Let's pray. Lord, as we are seeking you and your kingdom, help our hearts to be in tune with you, Lord. Help us to seek you out in everything we do. In your name we pray. Amen. Go in his grace and peace. Know that he is risen and know that you are loved.